In this week's episode, we deep dive into Two Girls, One Cup. We chat about how your bird's shite at having hobbies <laughs> and how Danny is Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to, is that me? Uh, to number 39 yeah. um, of the No Rip podcast. I am with the usual Dobbers, Nathaniel, Beddingfield and J- Jay Green. How are we, troops? Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. I'm good, thank you, Evan. I'm good, thanks. I was actually enjoying that wee vibe before. We, we should have just been recording as soon as, as soon as we got in here, man. I know. You're, uh, you're normally this. You're in a very good mood. Are you <laughs> Are you insinuating that I'm usually quite grumpy? At 10 in the morning? Yes. When you've not had three <laughs> coffees yet? I was say, I've had two coffees already. Yeah, so well, you're doing well. Sometimes, I'm doing well. I feel like, yeah, the answer to that question is yeah. And for anyone wondering, hot pumpkin loaf vibes. Oh, <laughs> no, <not a> fucking <laughs> Hot pumpkin loaf. Don't say that sentence again. Vibes. <laughs> I absolutely love it. The most wind endy. Well, it was it was a coffee shop in the life. West End. I need to. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like a chameleon. You're like a wee West End Wendy. Oh, yeah, a wee West End Wendy. Um, uh, we're going to go to Viper after this. Remember Viper? Shut for ten years. Remember Viper? Do you know? But it's still the joke about like fucking West End. Like it's just we all go to Viper. It's Viper been for fucking ages, isn't it? Aye. Viper was actually quite good. Then we'll, like go plan- we'll go planking in Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what the fuck was that from? Kevin Bridges. That's it. Planking in. Just been having trips. We all good? Good, man. Um, it's good to get back into the fucking ring of podcasts again. Um, After the episode with DJ Big, best friend, Adzi. Aye, Big, big Sexy. That was a good episode. Good to get, episode, good to get him in. Good to get the guests rolling. Good to get back into back into it. But Is this swing? See, no, see, no, honestly, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm typically an early riser and whatnot. 5am, getting up, getting at it. Hustling. I've been struggling, mate. Aye. Uh, Have you got sad? Mister gets up early. Well, hi, mate. I've been struggling. I've been fucking the the softness is real. I've been getting soft. Mm-hmm. Hey, day seventy five hard again. I know. Though. I'm losing that. I'm losing that dog. You know that <laughs> picture when it's like when I say I've got that dog in me and it's the old fucking <laughs> picture of the wee puppy. <laughs> <laughs> That's me tonight. That's, That's how I feel. I feel like a little puppy. I don't know. So what the, 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 the dog's a corgi. Yeah. <laughs> I, as long I as I've known you, you've been. Up crack a do. Ready to fucking go. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it might be the whole... Uh, this is a new concept to me. This sad thing. I've only just heard about it. And I feel like it's it's gripping it's me. Gripping. Take in Bitman like D. Huh? Take Bitman D. No. Bitman D3, take about 8,000 IU a day for the next few months. You'll be... Next year. Be sound. Scotland's dark. Scotland's <laughs> a dark country. It genuinely it, helps so go, go into that a wee bit because I actually don't fully oh, understand I was not much. prepped for that no. question <laughs> seasonal affective disorder affect right well, yeah. no, no, is it no call something else they've changed it now very sad <laughs> I, I guess seasonal affective depression now they've, 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 they've termed it oh really aye aye basically a uh, lack of fucking sunlight exposure yeah makes, makes you sad yeah <laughs> which majority of fucking people in Scotland are going to d- deal with because guess what and know, see the thing is like, as well like, with like Scotland in particular people probably suffer from shit like that and they've not got a clue <laughs> they just gets to winter then they just feel a bit fucking off yep do you know what uh, I mean there you go symptoms of sad include a persistent low mood a loss of pleasure or interest in normal everyday activities irritability feelings of despair guilt worthlessness Fucking hell, sleeping for longer than normal and finding it hard to get up in the morning, craving carbs and gaining weight. Does it say being a little bitch in there as uh, well? Uh, uh, difficulty <laughs> concentrating, decreased sex drive. Does it say got that dog in the picture of that? Uh, uh, dog, dog. Lack of dog. <laughs> <laughs> lack of dog. A Dogs lack of dog. Do you, do you don't take ashwagandha, do you? Nah. Good. I'll take 
I'll sit back and fuck all. Do you know what I take? Red meat. Yeah, black coffee. Coffee. Terrible, man. That that ashwagandha causes oil. That and nobody knows. People are singing it. Ashwagandha causes terrible, man. Terrible. I was on it for two years, right? Felt numb for t- fucking two years. Like, like, it was not two years, but seven months, eight months. So like, I don't feel happy. I don't feel sad. don't feel like sad. I just felt weird. Didn't realise, came off that for like two or three weeks. Came off all supplements for two or three weeks. Sorry, pardon me, I didn't. I kept on having to accept that. And uh, <coughs> went back on it again. And I started feeling that again. Came off it again. Mm. Felt back to normal again. Uh, and then Andrew Huberman about three months later came out and done a podcast on, on Ashwagandha he was saying basically he should only be took in extreme 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 cases of stress like extreme where you're going through something very traumatic and stressful and, and even then if you're taking it three four weeks off it for three months people are fucking taking it every day hamming it doing posting it getting excited about it I was even like that I would like swerve for it because it's getting traction it's getting popularity Ashwagandha <laughs> Shocking. Do you know what I? Do you know what? I, that's fucking some powerful words there. Um, wow. Do you know what I find about all all just all supplements? Mm-hmm. I just fucking just don't take them. I don't take protein powder. I don't take creatine. I rarely take pre workout. Just don't take it's any caffeine, shit. Bro. Just I just fucking drink coffee and the occasional monster and just fucking get on with it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like just get on with it. I just, just fucking suck just up. Man but up. Is. I I have been um Starting. definitely sleeping longer and finding it a wee bit hard to get up in the morning. And then when I was saying that and they're like, Oh, you might have that sad, and then you mentioned that again as well. And I've I've never even really heard of it. And I don't even when you hear things like that, you feel like it's kind of sort of made up a wee bit. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's someone just giving you a Mm-hmm. A, a term for something that you're potentially just just fucking yeah. suck up and go do you ever take the D Ev? do you <laughs> plenty of times <laughs> loads loads of D mm-hmm. every Saturday at Rugby World so I say you're happy today that's why you're back so and, yeah. uh, no but I, I think see especially if you are kind of feeling that get, in, get involved mm-hmm. yeah defos not mayhem right see the thing is this is true no absolutely absolutely you're, you're, you're right well there was, apparently there was no harm at Ashwagandha fucking true, six months ago and well, now I, you're be, saying it's well, fucking it's causing cancer and shit I know you're telling me it's <laughs> going to kill me I've been taking D for four years now and feeling feeling good <laughs> <laughs> feeling free feeling free man feeling open yeah anyway I think uh, I'm willing to place wagers as well um, I think we're only maybe one max two podcasts away from Evan becoming a dad Shit, fucking ab- yeah. Pfft. Are we looking? Is it next week? It'll be that... next, it could be anytime now. Uh-huh. Anytime now. Literally, Ma- Max, one more podcast before it happens. Anytime now. We were in, <clears throat> uh, so there was basically there was like kind of reduced movements and shit with a baby, which is kind of that happens. That like sometimes the baby as they get bigger and whatever they they move less. So we were in getting checks and scans and all that. Didn't get out till fucking one in the morning and all that nightmare. But fine for the baby. Um, but the the doctors were uh, like, oh, no, nah, should probably just you. <laughs> like, just so we're, we're nearly getting induced the other night, Oof. and then but it's our choice. So we're like, nah, because our due date is the twenty eighth, which is ask. five days away. So actually, that is also the same date my whole car saga should hopefully be over. What a miraculous day wow, that would be! Fantastic day, wow. like literally, that would be the biggest day of both of our lives. <laughs> I know, and I we'll know. get in, and we can maybe get in my car saga. And but but um, I'll take a fucking. <laughs> I need a two of us for that one. I know that could be a, a special. Um, <laughs> but I used to, like, last week, like, last week, Amanda was at the hospital getting scans and stuff, and I was here. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. And now she's at the hospital again today getting scans, and I'm here. Commitment to the podcast. 
dull. Yeah, it's not you getting scans anyway, so I mean, you're not you're getting scans. No, you're I don't, fine. I don't, I don't, I don't you're just a lawyer. Exactly. I'll get in the way. You're getting away. That's 100%. It. We're just, we're just like, ah, what, what do we offer at that point? Yes. Nothing. Do you know what I mean? Stress probably for them, but they don't realise that. So mm. give them a bit of time, a bit of space. But uh, how are you feeling? I feel like we do talk about this quite a lot, but it's like... But it's happening. It's, it's happening. like the, the, the viewers want to hear it. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. I'm nervous. I am shitting myself of it. all fucking in the one. Because I just literally, we're going to go. She's going to squeeze out a Wayne. Do you know who else is going to be shitting herself? No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> is she having... Is we she electing to have a natural birth? Hopefully, all things going well. All things going well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but we're, at, we're, we're actually talking about that. I said, oh, I don't fool myself. Because, am I right in saying that you're... I think everything happens. Yeah. I think I, all bodily you're told fluids. To imagine maybe. you're kind of doing a poo, right? Yeah, but I don't know, mate. It's, I've not been. No, I've been not been pregnant. No. I've not been pregnant. <laughs> all right. No, but Katie was getting <laughs> a section from pretty much the get. From the get go. From the get go, yeah. aye. Um, oh, position on that one. Aye, she was yep. double fucking backwards. What do they call breach? Breach. Double breach. Yeah. Um, so that's backwards and upside down. Oh, uh -huh. I think <laughs> just total wrong way. They apparently they can move. They can try and move it manually. So when the baby's inside you, they try and. Uh -huh. So apparently, shit, apparently the baby can be like the wrong way around, and then as it's as coming it's out, it just naturally goes. That's what they try and. Uh -huh. And then if things go wrong, they, they just fuck. So they don't want to. Eat. Aye, they don't want. Do you know how a C-section works? I don't know for like no man. Oh. I imagine there's some cutting and then some pulling. Yeah, but you you maybe think there's like one like a cut and then they know what they do it's like they they cut one layer of skin and then the next layer of skin and then they cut like there's like a like another sack or something they cut that and it's like cuts on cuts on cuts and then boom you're like there and it's i didn't really know I, well, yeah but it makes sense i uh, but it's not something I do, you know just gone, do you know what was <laughs> <laughs> like you're opening a fucking like a box for amazon do you know what was mad though i had to inject her with like uh blood thinners oh. and stuff right into the belly yeah and uh Aye. You'll have to do that after as well, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I d I, we didn't have to do it before, but we had to do is it. Is this in preparation? Is this what this is? I, well, I don't, I don't actually really know why, because it's just that you have to do it. So it was after I had to do it. And uh, you know, after a woman's had a baby, things are a bit looser there, mm -hmm. right? She's normally fucking tight wee abs on it. It's a bit looser. So you like try to do it and you feel like their stomach muscles are so atrophied i guess uh -huh. is maybe yeah, the right yeah. word to use that it's like good fitness word yeah it good just feels word. like it's just it was it was a pure i'm not squeamish but that kind of made me feel uh, how did it make you feel uh powerful i've got the power bitch chib Fuck yeah. chib uh, no it was a bit like, i just didn't want to hurt her yeah and stuff but like i was actually i was better at it than the nurse because the nurse had to do it or the midwife, whatever she is, and um, midwife, and she left her as a bruise and all that. I was like, straight in, peep, peep, out, like, fine. Just sports science. Up. I used to do blood and all that, and I'm a pro. Ah, pro, I'm a pro. pro. Needles and that. Needles I've had that before. Yeah, it's but... kind of the same. That no, was just luck. I, I feel that. See, so talking <laughs> stuff, I feel it's, a wee bit. Uh, you feel uh, sick? <laughs> I don't. I can't sit at peace. Jaggy bum. Aye. Jaggy bum yep. feeling. That's see, it. whenever I see blood on the telly or in real life, my hamstrings go tingly. <laughs> <laughs> on the telly. 
Aye. Just in general. Anytime. Just see, you know, well, see, I say, oh, but, maybe not necessarily blood on the TV, but see if it's something like mega Horrific. gory. Or let's like, see on Twitter if and it's like oh, show no. this sensitive Aye. content and it's like someone's head getting hacked to bits or something. Mm. Not that I watch that stuff. And um <laughs> <laughs> I do <laughs> like gore videos yeah. and stuff like oh do you remember right tingly did you ever watch two girls hunk up was that too <laughs> well I was just about to get another shit mind, mind when we were we'd have been in school right and it was those mad websites where it'd be like you'd find two girls one cup and all that and people would watch it and there was a guy that one guy one glass remember that no. did you ever watch I, that one no. I, I'm aware of both videos I've, I've never them. seen them. Never them I've never seen so we used to put we used to put up my mates <laughs> used to just be like right we'll be watching it and then just fucking crank on usually me crank on some fucking weird video and be like here I'll fucking check this one out uh, you ever heard a meat spin nah man <laughs> you ever heard a meat spin shout meat spin that thing's still active um, do you remember do you remember, do you remember do you remember blue waffle oh <laughs> holy fucking shit man do you remember that I don't know I think so google it no I'm not I'll it. explain it in detail it's uh <laughs> I don't it's unexplainable Seriously? actually yeah okay. this podcast has went in the toilet already okay. I'll Google it's, it. it's yeah. funny how it just takes a swerve <laughs> like, yeah, we're, long we're chat about this this that, and that right. by the way do you remember meat spin and blue waffle and stuff um, oh it was a fucking blast from the past man Jesus. like why won't it show me it's probably it's actually just show me pictures of blue waffles. Of, of actual blue waffles. <laughs> right. Well, how long ago was that? I think fucking mate, high school. Ages. Like, we we go- were in high school. Google pages like a hundred and tenth page. Go it back was to like fucking that. ages. We ago. were in high school. Well, me and Jordan were in high school like fifteen years ago. Dan, you were in high school. Oh wow, well. thirty-five years ago. Just under eye. I. That's wild. wild. Absolutely. Wild. I'm gonna just remove this blue waffle search from my thing. I'm actually not. I don't. Why am I looking that up? No. It's exactly. Ten in the fucking morning. <laughs> um. Why was that? Why did we talk about that? Mate, it's absolute segue. Talk, start to talk about how Evan's feeling about being a dad and then four minutes. And then we'll talk about, about blue waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're talking about gory shit and stabbing and, yeah. and all that. Oh, stuff. I got sent something in multiple group chats, and it was about these guys that apparently try to rob some guy's house. Did you see this? No. So there's a group of lads trying to rob this guy's house. Little did they know, I think they robbed. They robbed the wrong guy's house, basically. They Liam robbed Neeson, some Liam nutters, house. This nutter's fucking house. Long story short, they basically like gets them to like fucking strip naked in the bath and all that and dance to Christmas songs and shit. <laughs> I might have seen this. I fucking wild this what? guy. And it's like this guy's fucking he's like, take your fucking clothes off and all that. And he's like kicking them and all that. What a response to somebody. Mate, exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's like three guys, and I don't know how many, I think it's just one of him. And he's just like, they're in his bath and all that to Christmas tunes, bald naked, dancing. Is he videoing it? I think and he's videoing it and it's in this fucking, it's been circling through group chats. I just got it sent fucking Jesus. like the other day. Obviously a hard man. A right hard <laughs> man. That. Do you know, I'm not really in, maybe because people don't like me, I'm not really in many group chats anymore. No. Yeah. Like I remember, see, like fucking, you, you would, uh, you'd be in like 40 group chats. Yeah. Group chats used to be fucking... I have a look at the rugby one mm-hmm. and ours that's the only group chats I'm in it's the only ones you need my problem is that's responding so I just end up for I know it I just take myself out I just take out of it I'm to be fair I'm not in everything's on mute I'm not in many and I think that that's a good thing because typically 
only those sorts of things get fucking sent into them. Oh, and I could probably minefield. I think everybody minefield. could be doing with receiving less of those things in their life. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm not in that many fucking in that many group chats, but the ones I'm in. Do you know what it is? Do you know who say who always send the fucking the weirdest shit? It's always like dads, dads and uncles. Dads, uncles, and cunts with trades. Aye. Tradies are the Guys, fucking see worst. if you walk outside you seize one of their phones and you will find that the yeah. fucking smut yeah. the 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 worst of the yeah. worst that internet has to offer <laughs> the smuttiest phones ever you're out there in, the, in a high-vis vest i guarantee your phone's full of yeah, fucking weird shit very accurate Isn't yeah. it? aye like 110 percent and it's, bad, uh, it's always the fucking it's the weird dads uncles and guys in high-vis jackets usually your dad and uncles aye and if there's I'm a combination oh, if huh. the dad uncle is also works aye. outside in a high-vis vest man you've got you've the get, fucking you've, you've, you've fucking, got the final boss aye, you've, <laughs> got, you've got afghan shooting people in the heat you, you. <laughs> aye mad shit you've got mad shit I see, anyway. I, I feel like that sounds ra racist but the, the people that are sorry Dan, we all know we all know you're, you're racist aye. we all know that sorry right, just mildly okay just mildly anyway it's folk of that generation <laughs> aye, exactly the boomers <laughs> are you a boomer what, what, what year was that? What was no, that? Was it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm 90. <laughs> <laughs> that Years old. Millennial. <laughs> oh, right, anyway, we wanted to talk about a couple of things. One thing we were speaking about the other day, actually. Yes. Are you Gen Z then? I don't have a fucking clue what I am. We're not talking about that anymore. Sorry. You call me names, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds like a fucking Dragon Ball Z character. Yeah, I know. Gen Z. We were talking about this the other day. The feeling of, of guilt. Mm. The, feeling of, the, the feeling of guilt when you're trying to do stuff. More specifically, whether that be with work, whether that be on yourself. And I think that potentially the feelings of guilt and positions that me or you perhaps find ourselves in because it's not just us anymore, it's other people. Mm -hmm. So talk about that a wee bit. When were we talking about this? In, Was it in the, the wee gym? gym. In the wee gym? Aye. I think this obviously applies to like a lot of different parts of your life now it's just something i actually like see that like can off the back of that conversation i probably i feel quite guilty quite a lot of the time like because i spend a lot of time trying to build the business mm -hmm. i spend a lot of time even more time probably at rugby and then i'm quite probably selfish with my own time as well i like being by myself mm -hmm. i like um kind of chilling in that and it's i suppose with little currently unnamed infant baby Middleton child. Petulia. Uh, Petulia. Still mad. You do have a name. You must have. We've, we've got a list of names that we, that we, that we don't hate. Right. And, uh, but with that on the horizon. <laughs> that's, not, that's not positive, mate. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a positive thing, I know. <laughs> we don't hate them. We don't hate them. But with her on the horizon, it's kind of made me really rethink a lot of, like, life's going to be really, really different. Yeah. You know? And the people in, in your list, so obviously, like, like I do, I work to provide mm -hmm. like i don't fucking do hunter's hours because i want to i don't do i don't fucking do big massive team meetups and all that shit and all these other things because i want to I do it because i have to because i want to provide but the people in your life can only kind of see that from their lens they only see you're away all the time so then you've got that kind of i don't have dad guilt yet because i'm not a dad but i've mm -hmm. got like boyfriend, boy, guilt. boyfriend guilt mm -hmm. you know i've got sports person guilt Mm. and it's tough it's tough to manage yeah you, know? you see i see it appear more and more i feel like my algorithms changed a wee bit the past few years i don't just see fucking 
half naked things anymore. Crossfit. I actually see hi. I actually see. I've seen your for you page. It still is half naked. Hi men. Actually, actually, you look at my fucking for you page. You think I was a fucking horny lassie? I'm not even joking. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was I gonna gonna say there? I so I think that with the whole with the whole guilt thing, I'm seeing more and more sort of content about guys our age that have kids and all that. And it's about how to be fit and healthy, make as much money as possible, spend as much time with your family as possible, um, spend as much time with your girlfriend as possible, like with only 24 hours in the day. It's mm-hmm. like, how do you do all of those things? And people are coining a lot of jokes about them. So it's it's not, I take pleasure in knowing it's not just me or you mm-hmm. that's going through that. I think everyone is going through different versions of that whether you have a family or whether you don't or whether you're starting one i think that that i don't know juggling and spinning all the plates at once is a real thing for everyone so Mm -hmm. i take a little bit of a pleasure in knowing that you're not just going through that alone whereas i think a lot of people do think that sometimes a lot Mm -hmm. of people think that their problems are just specific to them Mm -hmm. when in actual fact it's very rare that you'll find a problem that only you have ever dealt with ever Mm -hmm. 100%. 100%. Yeah, aye. There's like, a shared experience with, with many people. It's something that, that I think, see, with the whole kind of like relationship guilt thing, especially with especially if you are kind of in the... It just shows you care, but seeing mm, you guys think million, guilt then, it's because you care. A million, mm. a million percent. There's no guilt. Maybe narcissistic. Yeah. No. yeah There's maybe a problem, aye. Yeah. Yeah, a problem. Like, if you are in especially like the kind of entrepreneurial space, like it doesn't matter if you're a fucking a nail tech or a PT or whatever... Like you and your partner need to be aligned on what the vision is. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, that could be like fucking eventually getting like a nice sandstone house down on the coast, Troon Greenock or something, having enough wealth to so that a man doesn't need to work or whatever, right? Made a pulled kind of loosely pulled that out Mars there, but you both need to be aligned on that vision, very very clear of why you're why you're doing what you're doing. And then you need to, I suppose you'd need to accept the sacrifice to get there. Yeah. The issue is, is see if there's no communication about that. And then they just think, oh, he's fucking away working all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's no collective, right, we're both going in the same direction mm-hmm. here. He's it, both doing that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's got work. Mm-hmm. She, ah, fucking, I, there's resentment there. <clears throat> so that, that, that resentment comes from lack of communication. Yeah. So you both need to be very crystal clear on, right, this is where we're going, this is why I'm doing that. And I think people need to get, I suppose, get better at suffering, mm-hmm. enduring. Yeah. And not, not everyone's actually, not everyone's set up to do that. Not everyone has that, that character. And nah. that comes from fucking shit that's happened in their life. Yeah. I like to think I'm very good at enduring. Yeah. Um, that might not be totally a positive. Mm-hmm. What you do there? <laughs> and uh, that 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 might not be like one hundred percent a positive because I do just just get my head down and get on with it. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you guys are probably the same. You just fucking right. Mm-hmm. Next job, next job. Let's go. I think, I think at the start, we were me, me and Kate were definitely opposites. Where I was more so like I'm going to do whatever the hell I want, and then she was she was more like, well, what the fuck, blah blah blah, and then realised that <clears throat> when we both kind of met in the middle of where I kind of like, right, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you somewhere. There'll be, there will be some sort of compromise, but fundamentally my main goal and thought and mission is like, I still, this is what I still want to do. So then if someone does become a part of that, like mm-hmm. you're going to the same place together, like you were talking about, I think it's when people get together <clears throat> and then they want two completely separate things. Mm-hmm. And then they're both speaking from their 
perceptions of the world. Mm -hmm. So you can't change someone else's, like, I, I remember seeing a thing, it was like, you'll never catch me arguing with someone. And I think it was that Bedros Koulian is that you just, I, I don't argue. Mm -hmm. Because when you try and argue with someone, you're trying to bend their perception of reality. Mm -hmm. And that's almost impossible to do because it's theirs. It's not yours. Mm -hmm. so like when people are arguing it's because you're trying to just like you're trying to change their yep. mind yeah you're trying to yeah. say i'm right uh you're trying to say i'm right you're wrong whereas like that doesn't help no. anyone even mm. if the person is right even if the person is wrong like it doesn't help any of the parties now that's obviously easier said than done yeah love a wee bicker of me do you know what i mean i love to try and prove people <laughs> that i'm right wait <laughs> so wakes up go to it's a work in progress isn't it but i think with the whole guilt thing i think that one thing uh, in my relationship anyway is that I think Katie knows that if I do all the things that I like to do it then makes me happy mm -hmm. or it makes me happy or it puts me in a better place when I'm in a better place I am then more likely to set aside time for us do stuff with the family mm -hmm. be more around or whatever the fucking words they like to use <laughs> present whatever yeah. I'm present. A, I'm maybe put my phone down a wee bit more often do you know what I mean but whereas I'll maybe acknowledge my family I, if I'm like if I'm dragged here there and everywhere and I feel like I'm not getting my things done it then put me in a stinker of a mood then, then I won't mm -hmm. communicate and then I won't do whatever yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. so I think that when both parties meet it's about letting letting that person be selfish for a little bit so then they can in turn be unselfish be unselfish yeah, yeah. Do you know, I, I take my hat off to amanda because like i do appreciate that like, i do loads i'm always fucking doing shit with you guys mm. and rugby is a lot but see with rugby in particular like obviously like, i do it because it's fun and it's just what i do see i would be a worse person if i didn't do that just exactly what he's saying like i would be like not that my mental health would be fucking terrible but i would be a bad not not a bad person but i would just wouldn't be the same yeah you know that's like call it my release call it fucking whatever it is that i do like that it might be cross it might be running for you actually if you didn't More do that running. take that take that uh, away from your week i'm like where where's my purpose right. here? and i know that's maybe going to change when i have a kid in the next week very soon but i'm saying because we're actually we're kind of <laughs> we're kind of joking about this and stuff today so amanda's maybe going to get a sweep and basically they do this you, you know I think so. Yeah, There's lots of words. There. So basically, they, basically they, they go in and tickle a membrane that then brings on your natural kind of fucking hormones and shit. So that labor starts, right? That's kind of maybe happening today, like today or tomorrow. And I was saying to Amanda, I said, yeah, but she's due on Tuesday. Let's just wait to Tuesday. And she, Amanda said to me, you just want to play rugby this weekend. <laughs> I was like, Aye. It's Lindsay. <laughs> why, wouldn't, why wouldn't I want to play rugby this weekend? <laughs> we can, we'll scud the deal next week. It's fine. We'll Aye. miss that one. Exactly. And, uh, and that's maybe me being a little I've bit I've only got a few days to be a selfish prick, Amanda, right? I need, I need, <laughs> I need to capitalise on it. See, 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 to be honest, right, if, like, obviously if Amanda went into labour fucking the day, everything that I was doing would be dropped. Mm -hmm. I'd be there. Sort of. Well, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Right. But... <laughs> If, uh, I, if I can play, like, let the boys play. Let the boys play. Let the boys play. Let the boys play. But the long and short of that was, if I don't do that sort of stuff, like it makes me a worse person. Obviously, yeah. what are you? What are you doing work wise? Have you decided what you're kind of doing with that? Like in terms of like taking time off, taking time away. Like what are you? I. I'm not going to take. I'm going to probably change the hours that I work. Like to 
the work around the baby mm-hmm. but it's business as usual yeah to be quite honest yeah i don't i don't feel the need to, like i might change that when I'm, if i'm up doing fucking night feeds and stuff mm-hmm. that might be different but the way that my business is set up i don't particularly need to i don't like the way i look at it i'm not going to be with the baby 24 hours a day mm-hmm. i can over the course of a full day probably work for several hours at various mm. points just doing the things that i need to yeah like i'm trying to remember what i did i think i might have just took like two or three weeks just off yeah do you know see also just in just in nothing i don't want to take time off. i i was like but the thing this is the thing <laughs> i found myself like working <laughs> yeah kind of doing bits because it's actually something i enjoy a wee bit do you know what i mean yeah it's something i actually enjoy doing yeah yeah. i think the only thing i actually had to do was like programming and stuff like that but i didn't like do any of the sessions and stuff like that i didn't do anything like that but i think that i just found myself like just doing it because i like it i kind of like it i a hundred percent let's see the thing is as well like i I, i'm very like you guys probably just because we're guys very good at kind of looking at things like logistically just for data taking emotion out of whatever and all that and i know like that i need to be in the business right now mm-hmm. i can't take three weeks off mm. yeah like there's no emotion like do you know what i mean whereas like amanda would maybe be more kind of mostly attached to that whole scenario yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff I, like, I, need that. Take, like, I can't yeah you know yeah. like it's just one of those things i need to be there so i'm going to fucking be there because i want to provide for currently unnamed cute infant baby fufu mm-hmm. so fufu begins with an f guys Patil, yeah, man. begins with an f do you know what it might actually begin with? Oh, <laughs> so I won't say anymore. My, my dad's name's Francis. <laughs> we won't do it anymore, is it? <laughs> yeah, Fran- Francis Peter Begley Middleton. God damn. Oh, Jesus, oh man. God damn. Uh, aye, bit of a, that is definitely a bit of a mad one, but I think the, do you ever f- harbour any of those feelings of guilt, do you think? <sighs> you know, I, I feel like me and I've got a decent balance mm-hmm. where, and I feel like she's very understanding. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> I thought that was next door. Are you, are you probably could hear it. There was like a <laughs> either a queef or a fart. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> good balance. You said I've got a good balance. Uh, or, or I've got it lucky in the Not sense. Not with plants though. No man. <laughs> Gas full of plants. It's like uh, fucking botanical gardens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking oxygen. My gaff is up. <laughs> but um, Sarah used to obviously be. Um, business owner mm-hmm. so and she's been a PT been an online coach so f- for me it's relatively fucking easy because she gets it yeah. so I'm very 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 lucky and in a very fucking fortunate position that she sees me up to nine still messaging people and still doing this she's not like what you're doing she gets what I'm doing yeah, so there's no, there's no kind of and she's just great at reading books as well so I mean I could be doing eating she doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> I could be running about the house in the, in the buff and she'd just be sitting in her kindle Honestly, <laughs> fucking god. So I'm lucky in that in that way. In a, we 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 spend a lot of time at the weekends together. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I go up on a Saturday. I'll go on my long run, and then pretty much when I'm back, we're like, "What do I go up to? Mm-hmm. We'll go away, brew dog. We'll go to West End. We'll go to Shawlands. We'll go for a meal. We'll go to my mas. Then Sundays, like again, as soon as the sun is up, within the hour, we're like, "What do I go up to? We're going to do something." Yeah. So we, we have a good balance. So we spend good amount of time the gala at the weekends. Um, and then through the week, she gets that maybe I, I'm not really seeing her a lot at night and stuff like that. If I'm maybe on my phone or in the morning, usually like, well, before she was kind of uh, working a lot more, we would be like, 
maybe on a Tuesday. Like when we'll go to Kelvin mm. Grove today or we'll go somewhere for a coffee during the week, but it doesn't really happen anymore. But we just make make the weekends count. You yeah. know what I mean? I think perspective is is a thing that, that matters as well sometimes because if you're with someone for a long period of time, like you set certain standards or certain bars with things. So for people who work for themselves or work at home a lot, like you're around more. But I could have very easily, without taking the change in career that I've had, like I could have worked in an office from nine to six. That's what I, that, that's, those are the hours that I used to work. And then I used to train in the morning. So mm -hmm. I was up at like 6.30, did the seven o'clock class, finish at eight, shower, change, go to work. And then I would train at night or I'd have rugby at night. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, that could quite easily be my life. And then therefore there's a lot less time. Yeah than what i currently have now whereas like that's not the bar that i set when i first came in if that made sense Aye. whereas mm -hmm. like that's very much most of probably the people listening's reality mm -hmm. like most of the guys that would be listening they, they have fucking jobs that require them to work 40 45 hours a week they're maybe outside or outdoors all all day or in an office all day and then they still want to have time for themselves so they maybe play fives or they maybe go to the gym a couple of times a week so then if those guys have also got kids like I understand that the pressure on their end or the guilt on their end might be a lot higher than what mm -hmm. ours is, potentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. then it's also a perspective for the, the female in that in that instance um, to be like, well, I could that could be me. I could be away and out of the house for 60 hours a week, but I'm actually not. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I have a full Tuesday off. Thursday, I can come home a little bit earlier. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... There's, there's, again, there's that. The, I think the communication bit matters there. Yeah, in that regard. Do, do, do you know what I find? And this isn't, this isn't a blanket statement. This is just from like working with, like, women predominantly, and just from my own kind of experiences and stuff. I, I find it that a lot of time women find it harder, like in relationships and stuff, to like have. I think they they find it harder to have loads of hobbies than guys do. Mm. I find guys are probably better at being selfish is basically kind of what I'm saying. I would agree with that. I like, can see, even see that from, from Katie, 100%. Yeah. I'm always like, go to the gym, go book a Pilates class, fucking yeah, go, go, this, get go, nails, go do that. Go do that. Yeah. But that's, that comes from a good nature. Ah, and whatever as well. But yeah. see, the thing is as well, I find that, that also like women can, or girls, or what fucking whatever, ladies, um, can be... <laughs> Stop gendering know, people, you fucking uh, beast. Can like be like maybe resentful of guys going and doing all these things, but on the flip side, uh -huh. and this isn't Amanda by the way, this is just yeah. from what I've kind of seen working with people. But see if they want to go and fucking join a, a, a hockey team or a netball team or something, the guy that sound. Aye, like I, I cool. Abs, abs are fucking lootly. Aye, yeah, go, go get a hobby. Go, and I'm not saying the girls don't have one. That's not what I'm saying at yeah. all. But like, like just it goes to nights out as well. Uh huh. Right? Picture this. <laughs> Any guy going on a night out, where are you going? You were out last week or <laughs> whenever you were out before, it's remembered to pull that. We talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Who's going? When are you back? Blah, blah. Girl, I'm going on a night out. Have fun. Enjoy <laughs> so That's the extent of it. That's the extent of it. Do you want a lift? Aye. Do you want to pick you up? Like, buzzing. Yeah. Class. Like, let's go. Fucking night you know, to myself. Chill. It's the other way about. It's fucking. The difference. Every, every, time, every time Amanda goes out, 
Uh, that's my excuse to get chips, cheese, and spicy chicken <laughs> <laughs> from Baba G's in Kings Park. <laughs> that's not going to be happening for a while, mate. No, <laughs> I know, I know. You need to find another way to get that in you, Well, but, don't know, actually, Katie was, I got was fucking like three weeks old or six weeks old, maybe. And then Katie went out with my pals night out. And yeah. then she was like maybe a month or two old. And then she went and holiday with my pals. Here we go. So you might, yeah, who knows, man? Yeah, but I think that's just, that's just an observation that I've made in the company. You're a sexist pig. I'm a sexist Sounds pig. Like I, I know, he's Sounds an absolute like fucking mm-hmm. sexist pig. Sexist. And we've lost all our female. We used mm-hmm. to be predominantly female no. listeners. No. Mm-hmm. Now, no you've, now we've lost them. No no do you know what no. I mean? It's, it's fucking, it's appalling. The truth um, hurts. Aye, that leads into the kind of, <laughs> <laughs> that leads into the kind of next bit was like escaping. So I kind of spoke about that. I, we, I think, again, we maybe spoke... We, we basically had this conversation. Yeah, we're just regurgitating um, it for the listeners. Regurgitating it. And I think that... Uh, I, one thing Your I conversations to... are quite deep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, boys lighting up. <laughs> I know, we just sat in the wee cupboard in the cross <laughs> with Jim and Cuddle. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I crying, man. <laughs> <laughs> I cried tears for you. <laughs> <laughs> but escaping... Um, and I think that, again, you could talk about this from men, men's point of view and women's point of view. And uh, I think they escape in different ways. Mm-hmm. And they can escape in different ways. Some, again, some females potentially could maybe, their escape is like sitting down with a cup of tea watching telly. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kardashians. For me, uh, whereas for me, um, I, I feel like that's such a waste of my time. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I feel like in order for me to sit down and watch TV, like a like a like a TV show, like I, that has to be a fucking really good TV show that I can get stuck into. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, guys what, could be FIFA though, like FIFA and fucking gaming and shit. Yeah, do you know it could I mean? quite easily be that. No, most guys can do that. I just, I mean, for me personally, I'm not, I'm not throwing that as a, as a, as a blanket statement or whatever. But I think men and women, we don't need to get into the specifics of that. But I think people, different people, can have different versions of what escaping looks like to them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And whether or not you actually need an escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, de- definitely. I think there's, I think you can be escaping from your life in a sense, but your life doesn't necessarily need to be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're just taking, taking yourself to a place where you feel at your best, perhaps. For me, that could be rugby. Could that be escaping? I suppose it could be a form of escapism if, yeah. you, if you look at it like that. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, every single week. But mm-hmm. my life's not. My life's fucking great. Exactly. You know? I, but I don't think this. I don't want to also say that in terms of like if you do any of that, it's it's bad in any way. Mm-hmm. I think it can be, but it can also be very very good. Yeah. Because I think that I think I found this That's by healthy. accident. Yeah, I, f- I found this by accident. But I think that if you are someone that is mad busy and you have all these things you kind of do need to have something that is completely for yourself and for many people that can be the gym but when the gym is like our job it's kind of hard for that to be the escape sometimes that's, why I, that's basically why i was a probably a fat gym floor pt for years because mm. you just hated the gym because i was just in pure gym school rides yeah constantly but i was doing 40 50 hours a week mm-hmm. like 6 a.m to 10 at night didn't want to train hated yeah. the gym hated the exercise yeah played rugby was probably more effective at certain parts of rugby because i was a chunk <laughs> yeah chunk boy yeah. One, ten kilo. i was a, I was 10, a big 50. boy i had 100, 110 kegs wow at five foot seven that's at, quite at five foot six and, and a half <laughs> <laughs> which is still two inches tall on both of you yeah that's a tall boy uh, podcast yeah yeah but i fucking honestly that's just 
what it was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think I found that for me that Mark and I, we form of escape is actually like cooking. Mm-hmm. Because I find that, see when I'm fucking pulling shit out of the fridge and chopping it and all that, brain switches. Mm-hmm. I don't think about anything else. Yeah. Flow state. Ah, you get into yeah. your flow state. Something happens and I just kind of switch off and like I don't even like need to get the phone out to like put something on or music on. I just like mm-hmm. start just chopping away and just fucking mm-hmm. cooking shit and just... I just heavy enjoy it. It just shows you then, like the escapism doesn't always need to be like a big thing. Aye, like, what can you do in the daily? Smallest like, task. Really, the escapism, which just takes you away from it for a wee bit, and then you've probably got the unhealthy escapism, which is like weekends. Weekends, or whether that be too much telly yep. or fucking two, two or three glasses of wine every yeah. day. Fucking staying up on fucking aye, your phone too long. Because you hear that I've had a stressful day, I need a wine. Mm-hmm. Do you really? Is that, is that your way you're going to escape? Chasing, you know I mean? chasing like, dopamine. Kind yeah. shit like that and i think see that like i think it'd probably be a good point for people to actually just sit and like like check in with themselves and be like right am i actually running away from something and mm-hmm. if like if it's your work is it your partner is it your family is it your own internal demons or whatever <laughs> and then if you are like actually like, running away from all that shit yeah. like you need to do something about it well it's like escapism obviously will, should be something that'll bring you happiness right so the cooking brings you happiness because you're, you're just focusing on that. Then it goes back to like, uh, Ikigai, that Japanese philosophy where they're like, find happiness in the little things. Yeah. Every mm. day. Mm. And it's like small and little. That's where you kind of take happiness from. Mm. Then you know you can always do it. It's always going to be there. It's it's nothing major and big. It doesn't need to be a big event. That's probably like a, that's like a healthy way of like finding escapism. Bit of a side tangent, but kind of somewhat related to finding the, the happiness in the small things. I've been watching Rick and Morty. Right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I mean, Rick. Right, the, I know I've just sat there and said, like, pure needs to be like a fucking really good TV show in order for me to get stuck in. I hate sitting there watching TV. I have been watching Rick and Morty, but it's fucking sick, Damn right? Me. It's only 20 minute episodes as well. And I've been, I've actually watched a couple of episodes when I've been like fucking on a concept two bike up pure gym. Just fucking plopped at my phone. Habit stacking. Crank, crank through a couple of fucking episodes. <laughs> um, Can you show me how you're cycling again, please? <laughs> and uh, in one of the episodes, um, they, they're in like a different version of reality. And um, Rick's always like, there's infinite versions of reality that are that are possible, right? And then basically they zap themselves into a version of, re- they fucked up the world, right? The world's <laughs> fucking like, everyone's turned into aliens and all you need each other. So they leave that one and then go- come into a new version of reality, but a version of reality where they died mm-hmm. doing like a mad experiment. So then fucking Morty's having to like bury his own body and he's, Morty's like a young boy and he's burying his own body. It's a cartoon. And uh, he's sitting there and he's fucking, and then when he sits back down and then he's like that, and then he sits down and he's looking at his sister on his phone and he's just like fucking like, what the fuck? Like, I di- in this reality, I actually died. So then he's like beginning to take in the smaller wee bits mm-hmm. and pieces. Again, I think that circles back to the whole perspective thing and it's like fucking... Maybe there is a version of reality where you fucking die. There's a version of reality where you get fucking, you lost your legs or something. Mm-hmm. So like, you should be taking in those smaller things and you should be fucking looking at things being like, this is actually good. Do you know, actually, 100%. bazillion percent. So Rick and Morty's sick. It's Rick and Morty, Mor- Morky? Morty's Rick sick. Morty. 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 I swear I, God, it's actually really No, no, I'd like authentically kind of semi-lived that. Um, so when I was eight... <laughs> Not not the aliens and stuff, right? You're from a different version of reality. Yeah, I'm from Earth, like kind of fucking four four two. Can um, I acid you take four four two? I I nearly died in a car crash when I was when I was eighteen. I never knew that. Right, I don't. 
I don't signpost it then, right? The fuck? And so basically I was, I'm not going to get into the de- details of it, but I wrapped my car around a tree, right? Side on, um, hit it with such gum, gumption, gum, whatever the words are. Force? Force, <laughs> gusto. Uh, the, the the nose and the tail were basically touching, man. And I mean fucking wrapped this thing around it. So passenger side hit, fucking wrapped it around it. Car was fucking welded around this tree. And the only bit that wasn't, um, fucked was where I was sitting because your head obviously so big because my head's fucking massive right. it's protected me but I remember all I really remember about the incident was my pal who was a fireman at the time was cutting me out the car and he was freaking out it was a small town at Darun. he was freaking out because like it's me right and then I remember being in the helicopter and then you say helicopter wheel helicopter helicopter I remember say, being in the <laughs> The copter, <laughs> the and, chopper, uh, the chopper, <laughs> and uh, and waking up in Southern General. The fuck, man! Right. Not so after that, I have been hyper aware of my mortality. Hyper aware, right? I was actually nearly greeting in the car yesterday mm. because I was worried about getting old. Mm. Was, which is weird. This is another thing, and um, my brain goes off me tangents and stuff. But anyway, the, the point I'm making is I'm so fucking aware that you could die at any moment, mate. 100%, that's mad, I never knew that. And I think that there's been a couple of things that have happened, not directly to me, but to other people, that, that again shows mm-hmm. that it's like, I think as humans, you're fucking, you're literally just a, a bag of bones and skin that's so fragile. Mm-hmm. Human bodies are fucking mega fragile, right? We think we're these fucking tough, resilient things. Or I can do all these things. I can fucking run 60k. I can lift all this weight. Mate, see, at the end of the day, it doesn't take much for it to just fucking disappear, right? Absolutely. Like, I've had fucking, now three pals that I know of that have fucking basically nearly died or should have died. Mm -hmm. The statistics were stacked against them that they should have died. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right, with three people that I'm very close to, you being one of them, right, I've just found out. So that's that's wild, isn't it? Mm -hmm. When you come to think of that, like, it is mad. It is mad. It's it's mental, but I'm very very. And the, the kind of the reason I brought that up as well is find joy in the little things. Mm-hmm. I can literally find joy in just we just sitting outside making my morning coffee every single day. I know that sounds so fucking wanky, yeah. right? But I love it. <laughs> but I think a lot of people really struggle. Your fucking is it burnt pumpkin loaf or something? A pumpkin loaf vibes, <laughs> absolutely vibes, right? And um, Fuck's there he goes man. again. <laughs> If only you were driving a wee bit faster. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like oh. I find a lot of people like they, they they just want fucking really extravagant things and all that sort of shit. Like, do you know what I mean? And they're not happy unless something's fucking amazing. Mm. Give me nice coffee, walk outside. Yeah. I'm happy as Larry. I'm good to go. Oh, I definitely. Give me the blues. I'm happy as Larry. Dana! I'm knackered, man. Ali! Fuck's sake. Is that what he gets hit, gets hit by the bus? <laughs> <laughs> I think Ali could have been gone that day. Could have been, man. Do you know what I mean? If that bus was driving fucking a wee bit faster. But I, I think the. the Yeah. it's my, I think it's, it's actually a bit gutting that experiences like that either have to happen to yourself or to mm. others close to you in order for you to actually realize that and yep. i think that we are potentially lucky and uh, that that happened to you mm. at an early stage 18. where you now have that um and i think i have a family like my brother um lost someone very extremely close to me, his best friend when he was young um, I've had really good mates that have lost pals that were really really young like I've seen that happen and I've seen people 
um, that I'm close to have that happen to them. Mm -hmm. And I've came close to having happened to me. So I count myself extremely lucky mm -hmm. that I haven't. And I don't want to sound like one of those fucking Facebook mods that check in safe when, you know, I fucking... <sighs> Terror attacks happened uh, 550 miles away. I don't want to sound in, like that. In, in, in Morocco. Yeah. <laughs> check and say, I'm in fucking Tenerife now, but I've heard there's fucking terror attacks in Morocco. Well, check and say from Sheffield. Like, I don't want to sound like that, but I think that I'm incredibly lucky that I've, I've gained that perspective because of things that have mm -hmm. things that have happened, again, not directly to me, which is it's fucking mad to think. It really is mad to think. Anyway, on a lighter note. I've almost came close to... Dying. No, a few bandles. Yeah, I was gonna say consuming too many fucking yeah. um Spice. too many what did it what what are they called again? Bobies. Narcotics? Uh nah what what were <laughs> my decades called? The Heisenbergs. <laughs> consuming too many Heisenbergs don't red, count, mate. Do you know? Red rock, <laughs> red rock stars. <laughs> I mean to be fair, actually, I you're probably you were probably closer to death than Evan was in that car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen things. Uh you said something. Da -da, bro. You said something. Uh, <laughs> lessons learned from hard times. I guess we've kind of spoke about that a wee bit. Aye. Lessons learned from hard Do times. Do you have a lesson? We've got a bit of a quote from it that came to me in my Ultra the other week. And uh, I was just thinking about the thing, then the quote kind of came off the back of it. But lessons learned through hard times don't protect you from it never happening again. They help you if you go through it again. And that was like... Say that again. So... Lessons learned through hard times don't protect you from it never happening again. They help you if you go through it again. Mm -hmm. So, right, okay. like, I always kind of just, not always thought, but the majority of the time you think you go through something hard, it's like, cool, lessons from it, right, lessons from it protect me. So, like, they, they stop me getting back there. Like, you kind of go on your journey after something happens that was tough, a challenge, whether it be depression, whether it be uh, bad cases, anxiety, whether that be a loss, whether that be financial struggles. If you go through something, you come out the other end of it, you've got loads of lessons, you kind of go on about a journey, you get over it, all the rest of it, but you're never subject to, subject to it happening twice, mm -hmm. happening again. Yeah. And it's like, what, what have you took from that first time? Aye. You know what I mean? That actually helps you get through it again a lot easier, a lot, a lot, like, without... Uh, it being is kind of hard on you and stuff like that and it was just quite like just kind of a bit well, of realization with all you know aye, that makes that makes a lot of sense i think the i can't remember where i heard this from but it's like the amount of if if you imagine something happening to you a hundred times over would it be as traumatic if it was the first time no. obviously there's levels to that but it's yep. like um i'd say for the for the first say a rich boy right um, and his daddy takes away his Rolls Royce right it's the first daddy right <laughs> that and his life is the worst thing that's ever happened to him at that stage right yep. so that's all he knows whereas for anyone else like they fucking had their house repossessed and they're on the streets with their mm -hmm. kids that's the worst thing that's ever happened to them but if it happened like a hundred times over it would be less traumatic for the posh boy but oh, that, nice. again, that's the level that uh, that he knows. But then, it? I yep. don't know how this could happen. But if someone get kicked out of their house a hundred times and they manage to get back into a <laughs> hundred times over again, unlucky. The, you'd count them as being pretty fucking resilient yeah. and able to fucking you know yeah. find shelter, find home, and find whatever. So I think if something bad happens to you uh, and you manage to get through it, if you imagine it happening to you five hundred times over, how would you handle it? Exactly, man. Mm -hmm. Like, that, yeah, no, so you would just better. fucking be able to just get yep. through it. And just, like, like cool, being here before, I know, I know what uh, do. Let's let's just let's go. But then Facts. on the flip side to that, like, 
just change what you're fucking doing, man. If it's happening that many times, <laughs> like, you don't learn from your mistakes. Aye. Speaking of learning from mistakes, you're doing 60k again. I am. Man. I thought you've learned from your mistake. I've got beef with that route, bro. Yeah. Beef with it, man. So, talk me through that. So, uh, I really wanted to do something for children, like charities and Christmas and stuff like that this year. And I also wanted to get a, another event done, another run done. So I thought, why not tie both of them together? So I'm back the fourth in Clay Canal, where I done the run last year from November, which absolutely fucking broke me in every way, man. Mad eye, that was a year ago, aye. That was a year, aye, year ago, pretty much, just over. Just under, just over. Uh, no, just under so far, but when I do it, it'll be just over. Um, aye, it fucking broke me the last time. So I'm like, right, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it again, 60k. I've ran 53k just the other week there. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, finished it. Fucking smile on my face, walking fine. Pfft, I was like, right, I've got 60 in me. And fucking get a good scalp this time, try and get a good six hours. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Trying to take two and a half hours after last oh, day. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, fuck. I know. So I'm, I'm doing it for a Glasgow Spirit of Christmas who uh, are a, a charity who, who help basically kind of kids who suffer hardship and go through poverty, families, helping them with toys, helping them with uh, meals at Christmas dinner and stuff like that. And they've been doing it for 10 years. Last year, they helped uh, over 19,000 kids. Amazing. And they've got over 19,000 on the referral list this year that need help, which is wow. mad. They, they're, they're a charity based in Glasgow. They help um, Glasgow, South Lanarkshire, North Lanarkshire, um, all the surrounding areas. So they're doing amazing things. So I run it for them hopefully um raise a good bit of cash for them really help it and i it's like put myself through a bit of a bit of hard to help people that are going through some hard you know we'll put the the links yep links in bio that'd be great links guys in bio. links in description for, donations for donations. Quid to quid do you think do you think your body like injury wise is better than the last time you've done it because obviously you you totally blew out your calf Fucking fuck the calf. But uh, I definitely, it doesn't mean I still don't like have to deal. Doesn't mean that it won't it. happen again. Mm -hmm. yeah. Might again, boy. That's yeah. it. And I've rolled it out. I just fucking. I think you're definitely more equipped. Uh, you ran you ran an accumulation of 20K probably in prep for a 60K Literally. race in three, three weeks. weeks notice. Yep. Good man. Um, bit of shite bag only doing 60. I think you've done that before. I, I do think it should be more. I think if it's in under 100, just. I, I was going to say, um, I think, you know, you get fucking hardest geezer running 60 on the daily. But, you know, your, your, your little run, it's great. It's really your good. You're run. raising money, but I'm Aye. totally joking. The kids are going to thank you. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> see if I get a 60, I'll get mad at me. So, where's all the going to be? He's 50. just making faces. Uh, he's not saying it. It was actually 50 because I emailed. Glasgow Spirit of Christmas said I'm going to do a 50 kilometer run. Then after I sent an email, I was like, I can't just do 50, man. I'll do 60 again. 60's nuts, man. Just think you ran five yesterday. Uh, I've, I'm now a runner. Times that by 10. Oh, I could do that. And then add another one on. <laughs> and then another one on. Times it by 12. I could do, do you know what? <laughs> so I had to fucking math that. See how slow my math was? I had to math that out. I was, so I've, I've done two 5Ks now, two official 5Ks. I think you could do that. You're pretty much, nah, you're no far off, mate. I've got, well, the, I've got the lungs for it. That's another thing. Come and get a wee bit done. I usually might have a game right on 16th December. Your, your season's stopped for a bit. Maybe, maybe his eyes, maybe his eyes. Ask him. If for anybody listening or not, come and 
do a 5k do a 10k whatever it is 60k is a long way man so <laughs> you want some company a wee bit of company would be great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please please <laughs> a long way Aye. no definitely novel fucking credit to you man for doing that Cheers, and I brother. think that that's that's a fucking really awesome thing do you know what I mean Thanks, and bro. the kids need it so definitely that's a good way to finish yeah, yeah shout, charitable shout, as fuck shout, shout out the kids shout out shout out children. yeah why does Santa not give them presents it's fucking shite mm-hmm he's not real Danny Santa that's why <laughs> Danny, Danny Santa Danny Santa right. Danny Santa uh, right. I cash is out yep and that was episode 59 of the No Rep podcast you I always fuck this up and I, we're 59 episodes it, brother. do all the things that you know you should be doing share the show fucking comment on it YouTube, Instagram share of us tag us um, don't, be a don't be a hoe don't be a hoe share the show goodbye bye bye